Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And what an exciting day. Um, Perseverance, the rover, just landed on Mars a few minutes ago, just as I'm recording this. So that was pretty exciting. My kids uh, were gifted a really cool Perseverance donut. Basically, it was a cream-filled donut that was made to look a little bit like the surface of Mars. Uh, but they were really excited about it. And the next few days should be pretty exciting as they get all that new data back from the rover. So that's pretty cool. I'm not going to spend a lot of time because we actually have kind of a big show uh, talking about things that are going on outside of this show. I'm just going to say the newest episode of Visco Cult, which is the other podcast they do surrounding. It's a fictional podcast about a fictional social media cult. Episode three should be up soon. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to get to that. I just need to put the music in. Everything else is done editing. Hopefully, that should be done this evening. Uh, definitely, you should get it by Saturday. So if you subscribe to that podcast, that's where we're at on that. But I realize you're not here for that podcast, the Visco Cult podcast. You are here for the Kilowatt podcast. Before we get into the news, if you want to support this show, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com. For $1, you get access to the Patreon Slack. You get access to the exclusive Patreon feed, which we have this week, the little extra content that I do exclusively for Patreon subscribers. And then you also get a handwritten thank you note from me that includes some stickers and some buttons. So um, go over and check it out, patreon.com forward slash kilowatt. All the money goes back into the show. None of the money actually goes into my pocket for paying day-to-day bills. All the money goes into actually just paying for this show, and that's that's it. I'm not looking to make a bunch of money on this. I'm just looking to cover expenses, and really that's what that does. In the Patreon exclusive content section, we're going to talk about Rivion and give you some updates on what they're up to. And then we're also going to talk about kelp and climate change. And honestly, it's it's cooler than you think. The, <laughs> the story is actually quite interesting. Uh, when I first looked at the title, I was like, that doesn't sound all that interesting. But in reality, it was actually a pretty cool article. So I'm sharing that with you if you're a patron. And also, if you 
are one of our patrons and you're not getting the Patreon feed and you don't know how to hook that up to your podcatcher, uh, please email me, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. I will be happy to help you uh, get the, your feed into your actual podcast catcher, which whatever podcast program you use to listen to podcasts. I'll do my best to help you with that. Okay, starting with the news. Jaguar has announced that it will be an all-EV brand by 2025. The sister automaker to Jaguar is Land Rover, and they're going to be all-EV sometime after 2025. They didn't really want to make a commitment. (laughs) I'm going to guess, you know, 2030 Land Rover will be all EV, which is weird because I, I would imagine a lot of the same technology that Jaguar uses and Land Rover you, they use are kind of, you know, swapped back and forth, but I don't really know how the company set up. So just seemed interesting. Ford is investing a billion dollars to build EVs in Cologne, Germany, and we will see the fruits of Ford's investment sometime in 2023. And by we, I mean Europeans. Speaking of Europeans, the VW ID5 crossover enters pre-production in Zwicka, Zwicka, Germany. Sorry about that. I looked. I even looked up how to pronounce this. Um, I guess I forgot already. We don't have a lot of information, and what we do know will almost certainly change, and I'm not going to waste your time with a bunch of unreliable information, so we'll keep an eye out, and as more reliable information comes in, I will pass it along to you. But based on that concept picture I saw, I would definitely consider buying one of these cars. It looks pretty cool. Lordstown Motors is doing something I think is pretty cool anyway. They're taking the Endurance Skateboard, and which is the platform where that their Endurance pickup truck is built off of, and they're putting a roll cage on it and a seat, and then they're basically participating in a endurance race. So they're going to go down to Baja, Mexico, participate in the San Felipe 250, which like I said, is a 250 mile race that will take place on April 17th, 2021. I put a link to the video on the Patreon site, which is patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com. This is free for anybody to go up there and look at. Um, But this, this honestly, to me, this sounds like a lot of fun and I would like to know how people got to be on this team because I would imagine you still have a, a a primary focus at Lordstown, but then they're like, hey, do you want to do this extra thing that seems like it would be a lot of fun? And we're going to go down. We're going to hang out in Mexico for a couple of days. That sounds like a win if you're an employee anyway. All right. We got some news on Hyundai, and this is kind of – there's a lot of news. So – um See where to start here. Hyundai may replace the batteries in the Kona and Ionic EVs in South Korea, not everywhere, but just in South Korea. We've talked about the Kona EV fires in the past, so I'm not going to rehash that. But there are three battery systems that may be the cause of this problem, and they're built by LG. So uh, one solution being proposed is to replace the LG cells with SK Innovation cells because they're more reliable. 
And it's issued that the, or it's rumored, excuse me, that the issue that they're having is because of a cell separator that LG put, LG put in these battery packs. If the recall does happen, it will include some 100,000 units just in South Korea alone. And if they do this, it'll be a voluntary recall, not a mandated recall. So it's unlikely that that's going to happen in any other country uh, unless that it's, you know, kind of pushed by that country's government. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. The Chevy Bolt, it's worth mentioning, also has similar problems and they also use LG batteries. So just kind of keep in the back of your head there. But it's not all bad news for Hyundai. The 2022 Kona EV has a new look. And I'm going to say I I liked the way the Kona looked before. I really liked the way the 2022 Kona EV looks. First, um, the new Kona EV has a more unified look. So the old EV, when you looked at it, it kind of made... Uh, it had some decoration to kind of fill in where the grill would normally be on a normal, um, ice powered vehicle, but it was, it was just kind of decoration. And honestly, to me, it always looked like the car had acne. So it wasn't a, I don't think it was a bad look. It just wasn't a wonderful look. Um, so that's to start with that's gone. It looks more unified up front. There is, there looks like there's some air cooling. Maybe that's for the motor or for the battery that happens. So exterior looks mostly the same except for that front part that I was talking about. The interior also looks mostly the same, but there are some differences. You get now a nice 10.25 inch screen, which is a really nice upgrade because the current screen is a seven inch screen. And then there's also an option or there's also an area for wireless charging capabilities, which capabilities mean you pay some money and they give you that capability. Um, They also have some new safety features, rear cross traffic collision avoidance assist, rear occupant alert, which I'm going to guess is maybe if you leave your kids in the car, smart cruise control uh, with stop and go. That's pretty cool. Getting close to Tesla's autopilot with that. Highway drive assist, lane follow assist, and safe exit warning. The car will also feature Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. I think most of the Hyundai Konas have that feature, but maybe that's a new thing for all of them. I don't know. Um, But pretty interesting stuff. I When Hyundai announced the Kona... Man, I don't know, four years ago, I think. Pretty close to that. I was pretty high on this car. I think it looks great. I think it is for the vehicle. I think that it is a solid choice uh, in a world where really you only have a few. You could go really expensive with Jaguar or Audi, um, if you live in North America anyway. Or you can go the more affordable route of the Model 3, Model Y, and the Hyundai Kona. Really, there's nothing else that compares, in my opinion, in that space. You can say the Chevy Bolt. Uh, VW has the uh, little hatchback that's an EV. I don't think that gets very many miles. I think it's about 180 miles. So um, in this realm, in this price range of about $40,000, if you don't want a Tesla, a Hyundai Kona, or you just can't get one in your area, a Hyundai Kona makes a lot of sense. Or you just don't like Tesla. Maybe that's the, the thing you don't like. Quantumscape 
is on a mission to build the first viable solid state battery. So by viable, we mean long cycle life, high energy density, and unelevated temperatures. Solid state batteries, we've been talking about this for the entire length of this show, is kind of the holy grail for the automotive industry right now. Uh, theoretically, they're safer. They have a longer lifespan than uh, the wet cell batteries that we do now. QuantumScape is going through, um, they're going to build a pilot production factory in San Jose, California. At this production factory, they're only going to build about 100,000 cells per year. And eventually they'll build on, they'll build a larger factory somewhere else once they've kind of worked the kinks out. And Bill Gates is invested heavily in this, reportedly invested heavily in this company. So it'll be interesting to see um, what they're able to pull out. But this is something that, you know, I talk about, it seems like every six months or so, somebody making a breakthrough in solid state batteries, we just, we're just not there yet. So hopefully... QuantumScape has figured it out. QuantumScape also, I think some of the executives that worked there had something to do with Tesla. I can't remember the exact thing, but right now their stock is sitting at 60 bucks or so. And it was when probably a month and a half ago, two months ago, they were at 40. So that Bill Gates money, and then it jumped up to like 120. So I don't know if that's when Bill Gates jumped in or not, but just kind of interesting all around. The News Minute, which I'm guessing is some sort of publication, is reporting that Tesla will build an EV manufacturer plant, manufacturing plant in Karnataka, India. I also looked up how to spell or how to pronounce that one. Completely gone out of my brain. Uh, I think this is pretty much accepted that India and Tesla have some sort of agreement in terms of, you know, if Tesla is going to be, is going to build vehicles there or sell vehicles there, they need to be built in India. Um, and India has this rule where a certain amount of, a certain percentage of the vehicle either has to be built there or the parts for the vehicle has to be built in India. So this is obviously not a surprise. We've talked about this in the past. I do want to note that this article was written by Jonah Kreider and she, Jonna, Kreider, man, I, my brain is gone for pronunciations. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but in any case, um, she has a podcast called Let's Get Stoned. It's not what you think. She talks about precious gems, and she actually knows quite a bit about it. So I would highly uh, recommend that. It's called Let's Get Stoned. And she brings on guests, and they just kind of talk about precious gems. It's a pretty cool uh, idea, honestly. Next up, the entry-level Model 3 and Model Y just got a little bit more affordable. Not much, a little bit. The Model 3 is now, the base Model 3 is now $37,990. That's down $1,000. And the base Model Y is now $39,990, which is down $2,000. So if you are interested in buying the base Model Y and Model 3, it's a great price right now. Who knows how long Tesla will keep it at that price, but I mean, it's it's really nice to see that they're bringing those prices down. Conversely, the performance version of both of those models is now up $1,000, so you're going to pay $1,000 more for those vehicles.
All right, let's talk about the Model S and Model X refresh. When Tesla showed off the new Model S and Model X, one of the things that people were talking about is the flight yoke style steering wheel, which is not a, it looks like the flight yoke on an airplane. It's not a circle like most steering wheels on vehicles are. Well, there are some pictures of a refreshed Model S and Model, or excuse me, just a Model S. It's a test vehicle for Tesla and it has a normal steering wheel. So a lot of people are wondering, will this be one of those things, kind of like one of those off menu things that you can request? Can you request a normal steering wheel? And then there's this other little thing, and Tesla doesn't seem to be too bothered by it, but the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration in the U.S., uh, they've released uh, a, a quote, they've released a statement, there we go, that they're not sure that that yoke steering wheel even meets federal vehicle safety standards. So it may be that if you bought a Model Y or Model X with this yoke on it, you may be asked to bring it back so they can install a normal, quote unquote, normal steering wheel in the vehicle. So we'll kind of wait and see how that goes. But this is a very Tesla thing to do is like, yeah, we don't know. Throw it out there, see what happens. We'll take, you know, We'll deal with it later. We'll deal with it in a month or two when they figure their stuff out. We're not going to wait for them. So I would imagine that if you get one of these vehicles and you get the recall notice for a normal steering wheel, car value might go up a little bit if you have one of the first ones with the flight yoke. Just a guess. All right, folks, that is our show this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to email me, go to Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com and email me and give me your thoughts on today's show. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at 918digital. And that's it. I hope everyone has a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next Friday.